Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What up? It's AWOD. Good morning, Washington, D.C. The son of the junks is back. Time to get up and at him. It's the freaking weekend. Let's talk sports and have some fun. This is D.C. Sports Radio 1067 The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. And I've got a short show today, so stick with me till 10.30 a.m. as we hand it off to Virginia Tech pregame coming up at just in just a little bit here. Got an hour and a half with me, and we've got a lot to get to today. All right, phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. Call AWOD. I'm going to set the scene for the Texans game, give you an injury update. I do not believe Chase Young will return this Sunday. We'll talk about the game plan for the Commanders. Pretty much the same as the last few weeks. Stick with the running game. Stick with the rushing attack. Stick with the two-headed monster of Gibson and Brian Robinson. Sneak in a little Curtis Samuel and just keep the ball on the ground. Limit the amount of times you trust Taylor Heineke to take a deep shot there. Limit the amount of times you make him make a play on third and long. Keep it above the sticks, right? Third and two, third and three. We can convert those and win the game. I'll give you my keys to victory later on in the show today. We'll go around the NFL and pick some winners as there's a ton of good contests in the NFC this weekend. And really, I've been following every team in the NFC very closely because it is a wild race in the wild card in the NFC with three spots available uh, this year with the Falcons in the mix there, even the former Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams, the Green Bay Packers, your 49ers, and your Washington Commanders. We'll talk about the Wizards a little bit in the show today as they honored the big three last night. Uh, That felt good. I mean, it it reminded me when I was a kid seeing Anton Jameson, Karan Butler, and Gilbert Arenas all out on the floor at the same time being honored, and then the Wizards with a big comeback in the fourth quarter, and they win a close game thanks to Kristaps Porzingis. He's been playing spectacular. Man, I told you guys, if he can stay healthy, it's going to be fun watching the Wizards this year. And then I'll do a little bit of a World Cup preview on the show today. I know there's not the biggest uh, soccer community in the DMV, but the World Cup does begin tomorrow, and USA has a key game against Wales on Monday at 2 p.m. 
So a lot to get to on the show today. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Or you can always tweet me throughout the show, at AWOD Radio. So I saw an article from CBS Sports HQ of every team in the NFL's chances of making the playoffs. And I want to go through them right now for you guys, all right? In the AFC, it's a little bit different than it is in the NFC. You have the Chiefs, 99% they get in the playoffs. The Bills, 98.7. Pretty much locks right there. The Ravens have been playing, playing some strong offense and defense. 96.9% chance they make it into the playoffs. Tennessee has turned it around after a bad start to the season. 86% chance they make it into the playoffs, all right? Then it gets a little interesting. 71.5% with the Dolphins. 60% the Patriots. I agree with that. I'd put them above the Jets at 52.9%. And 50% for the Chargers. After that, every team has below 50% shot of making the playoffs. In the NFC, it's a completely different picture. You've got 99.9% the Eagles are in. 100%, right? They only have one loss on the season. Same with the Minnesota Vikings, 99.8%. Dallas Cowboys, two teams in the NFC East represented, 93.7%. They make it into the playoffs. Giants are right behind them. Saquon Barkley's been playing well, and the Giants keep winning games. And you look at their schedule, it's going to be tough for them to not win 10 games. They have a 93.4% shot of making the playoffs. The Seattle Seahawks at 92.7%. They're at the top of their division. 81% the San Francisco 49ers. 74% the Buccaneers. The Washington Commanders sit at 17.6% to make the playoffs. Do you agree with that? Or do you believe Washington has much more of a shot of making the playoffs? Is it Should it be around 20%? Should it be around 30, 40, 50%? Do you believe that Washington gets into the playoffs this season? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. If Washington's going to get in, they're going to have to take advantage of these next two games. You have a shot against the 1-7-1 Texans to get to 6-5 and five on the season. 1-7-1 Texans. By far a must win. Absolutely have to take care of business on Sunday. Then it's the Atlanta Falcons. They're four and six. Got to take care of business against the Falcons. Following that is two games against the Giants. And then the 49ers, Browns, and Cowboys. Here's what I will say are the must-win games. Texans, obvious. Falcons, obvious. I think you could still lose both games to the Giants. The Giants are playing good football. Maybe you steal one of those games on the at home or on the road. It's uh, two games against the Giants with a bye week in between, so maybe you lose a close one December 4th, and then you get everyone healthy, get Chase Young back, get your offensive line back, and you win the game December 18th. The 49ers game is the biggest game of the season. The 49ers are our biggest test in the wild card race, in my opinion. You look at the 49ers' schedule, it sets up for them to win at least nine games. They've got the Cardinals Monday Night Football. They've got the Saints after that, the three and seven Saints. Then they play the Dolphins and Bucks, all right, both Miami teams back-to-back, and hopefully they go on a two-game losing streak. Following that is the Seahawks, who are surprising people at six and four, but that's a winnable game for the 49ers. Then is the Commanders after that. 
And they end the season with the lousy Vegas Raiders and the Arizona Cardinals. You see why that game against the Commanders is so important. There's a chance that the 49ers win their following two games at the end of the season. And they are the only team right now that is above Washington that could win out and be the third wildcard spot. The Giants and the Cowboys are pretty much a given that they're in right now. They're ahead of us. But the 49ers, we have a shot with that head-to-head against them to not just leap them, but get ahead of them and hold them back. Kind of like stiff-arm them out of the playoffs if we can win the individual matchup. That head-to-head against the 49ers is going to be the difference of playoffs or no playoffs this season. That's my opinion. You can call us, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. Washington faces off with the Houston Texans this Sunday. The Commanders are 8-4 and four now in Taylor Heineke's last 12 starts. Wow. I mean, it's not like he's lighting the world on fire, but he's doing just enough to win games. Big part of it is Washington's defense has been much improved. Pro Football Focus grades Washington's two safeties, 86.2 for Cam Curl, 81.7 for Derek Forrest. You've got Bobby McCain, who's been playing a lot of slot corner recently since they moved Benjamin St. Juice out of the slot and into the starting corner role, which has moved Derek Forrest into the starting lineup. And here's what we've seen from Derek Forrest. He tracks balls like a hawk. Here's our ball hawk safety. He may not be Ed Reed, but he's the best thing we've had in the last 10 years. At least it feels like that so far. I mean, I don't want to get over my head on him too quick, but he already has two interceptions and a fumble recovery in very limited time as the starting safety. If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Kendall Fuller, last game, was targeted twice. Zero completions. Zero yards allowed. How about that? Cam Curl targeted twice. Two completions, negative four yards allowed. Cameron Curl's been making tackles. And Benjamin St. Juice was targeted eight times. He allowed four catches and held A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas, Dallas Goddard to a combined 69 yards. Washington's offense is staying on the field and converting third downs, and their defense is getting off the field and getting stops on third downs. That is a recipe for success in the National Football League. John Kime reported that it was another step in Jamin Davis's growth, saying that he wore the green dot versus Philly, which means he was the mic for the defense. That's steadily improvement from him. And Ron Rivera said that Jack Del Rio jumped his ass, meaning he was yelling at him. They basically said, the, we realized that Jamin Davis responds to getting screamed at. And, well, it's worked out. Jamin Davis has been one of the biggest bright spots on this defense. It's gone from, I would have to close my eyes watching this defense play. At the beginning of the year, I was literally putting my hands over my face watching this defense because we're giving up explosive play after explosive play. So now I'm spotlighting, guys. I'm like, ooh, I want to watch John Ridgeway make a play. I want to watch Jamin Davis. I'm going to watch Cam Curl. We've got some young pieces to this defense now. And, like, look, I'm going to give Ron Rivera credit. He brought back basically the exact same defense, and he said, now we're going to create some chemistry, and it's going to work. 
And it has. Will this work for the rest of the season? I want to hear from you. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD here on DC Sports Radio 1067. The fan. You can always tweet me throughout the show at AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. I'm doing the show right now, and I'm feeling really awkward because I lost my wallet last night. I lost my wallet. I don't know about you guys, but I can't go a day without it. Like, I, 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 feel, I feel butt naked right now doing the show without my wallet. I'm, my brain is scrambling. I'm trying to, you know, recalculate what did I do yesterday? Where did I go? Where the hell could my wallet be? I mean, it's so uncomfortable. Maybe that'll be my non-sports topic later on in the show. Uh, but CBS HQ put out an article, all right? Playoff picture, every team's chances, according to Sports Line, And they have Washington's shots of getting into the playoffs in the NFC at just 17.6%. Do you agree? Would you put it higher? What do you think Washington's playoff chances are? 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Let's go out to Shane. What's going on, Shane? What's going on? I know what time it is there, but I'm sitting in Bulgaria, and it's fantastic right now. And let me tell you something. I got about 25% chance right now making the playoffs. Uh, the reason why I got 25% that defense is playing lights out right now. Unfortunately, we started the season 1-4, and four, so we got to play catch-up. But I'm telling you what, that defense right now is playing can, like championship defense right now. I'm not saying Super Bowl championship, but I do believe – that if we get in the playoffs, we're going to be a nightmare for whoever we play the first round. Number one, we're playing that old 90s-style football like Rivera wants to do. Run the football, play good defense, low-scoring game, and play field position. I know it's boring as hell football, but you know what? It's Big Ten football, which I hate. But the thing about it is, it wins. Just look at Michigan right now and all the other teams. They win. Shane, why do you think the defense is playing so much better, though? Well, look, here's the thing. Look at Deron Payne and and uh, Ray Allen. They, I, they, I mean, not Ray Allen, John Allen. <laughs> they, uh, name two defensive tackles right now playing better than them two right now as a duo. And St. Juice right now is playing lights out right now. Look, that Eagles game, he stood out and he made some big plays. If not, to uh, that fumble coming down the middle of the uh, field on that bomb Hurts hit. He's playing lights out. That defense is playing lights out. And here's what's crazy. Since they got Will uh, uh, rid of Jackson, look how much better that secondary's played. Just saying. Absolutely, Shane. I'm with you, man. Thanks for the call. Let me speak on the D-line for a second. There is something to just dominating the line of scrimmage every single snap, right? I mean, it's the reason Washington was able to get off the field there on third and shorts. Third and one, third and two. We stopped the Philadelphia Eagles because of the push from the front. Then you think about a second and ten, and we get pushed there, and we force an incomplete pass, and all of a sudden it's third and ten. The defensive line is absolutely making a difference in the last five weeks of the season. And then Benjamin St. Juice, man. I was a hater. I was a hater. All of last season I watched him play, and I thought, man, he's getting burnt on double moves. It's not happening. I can't see him being a star in this league. He's turned it around. He's using his size, his length, his athletic ability to stay in front of corners, to deflect balls when it's a jump ball, 50-50 shot there. And he's been spectacular on the outside. Let's go back to the phone lines, 1-800-636-1067. Sean in Woodbridge. Sean, you're on the fan. Yeah, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at uh, 
I'm looking at this situation here. If Rivera stays on his game plan, stay with running the ball and passing when necessary, he can win six of the next seven. San Fran's the only team I'm scared of. I'm not even scared of the Cowboys. But, but I mean, the Giants, the Giants are just like we are. We can we can beat them twice or split. But I mean, the thing is, as right now, stay with the plan. Don't go off of the plan, Rivera. This is how you're going to win football games this year. It, it just don't do that. I mean, Del Rio's had a top ten defense every time he's been in this league. I had no doubt he was going to get it straight. But the thing is, stay with the plan. Run the football. Forget all that. Time I, I'm with you, Sean. But what do you do? What do you do if you get punched in the mouth and all of a sudden you're down ten nothing because of a strip sack or a turnover? Now I, I, I see this is where it's going. If you get down, what's going to have to happen is I don't mind you throwing a little bit more, but make sure you do plays that is helpful to Heineke. Don't don't have dudes running you know running stuff that. He can't make passes he can't make. I'm going to give him props, though, man. His arm has gotten stronger. You can see it. He's able to make throws he wasn't making last year. So I just don't like him to throw 40 times a game. But, you know, if he has to throw some more, hey, man, um, we're just going to have to have uh, 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 max protection. That's all. So, you know, but against Houston, I don't see getting down by 10. Now somebody else that's a little different, but mm-hmm. this team can win and can win the rest. Can win six, seven, maybe six out eight of their next games. Stay with the plan. That's what the, it's simplistic, Rivera. Stay with the plan. Yeah. I'm with you, so, Sean. Thank, yeah. uh, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. If you want to chime in, one eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. What I'll what I will say about the game plan is it's easy to get away from the run, and if all of a sudden you're down ten nothing, right? You have to stick with it in the second half. The reason we were able to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles there is because in the second half, we stuck with Brian Robinson Jr. You know, you look at the averages for the two running backs last week, 3.2, 3.1. That's not sexy. That's not anything to write home about. But it's the amount of carries they got, right? And the and the, the stick-to-itiveness, right? We kept going back to them in the fourth quarter when the D-tackles on the other side of the field were tired, when the linebackers didn't want to step up and make a play because they were tired. We stuck with the run, and you saw those three-yard rushes turn into six, seven, and eight, and then eventually a huge 11-yard run from Brian Robinson Jr. to set us up with first and goal, and then he gets into the end zone a few plays later. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Chris in D.C. Chris, you're on the fan. Hey, how you doing, man? What's up, dude? What are our playoff chances? Uh, man, it's, it's it's up in the air. You want to know why? Um, why? It's just, I look at it like this because Washington is so inconsistent. You know, and then everybody talking about Ron Rivera stick with the game plan. No, Scott Turner stick with the game plan offensively. <laughs> but uh, the offensive game is inconsistent. One week you have a good game, and the next week you go back to doing what you're doing. But I'm going to tell people, don't sleep on the Houston Texans and don't sleep on the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to tell you why. They got two great defensive-minded coaches – you got Lovey Smith, even though they under talent, but they still, you know, he does good against um, mobile quarterbacks. Atlanta got Dan P, and you know they banged up, but they're gonna get a lot of their players back with the secondary. I'm just, I, this is the reason why I understand what they talk about. The Giants got a, uh, if Giants slow down the run with their nice defensive front, those could be two tough games. San Francisco got a great defensive line. If they, if people load the box and um, stop the run. 
and you know exotic blitzes to Taylor Heineke, you know he's gonna go back to doing what he does best, throw the ball away to uh, the opposite team. But my thing is, I don't think Seattle going to continue to win. Mm. I because uh, I think the jury is out on Seattle, um, and I don't think I think the Giants going to hit a. Um, I think the Giants going to hit a. Uh, Total pole too, man. I think the Giants got a, a good stretch of games coming. Uh, if you know, this could be a trap game this weekend for the Giants because Giants cannot score no points. And um, I really think the Giants is going to go on one of them drops where they lose a lot of games. So the NFC is so up and down. So it's like anything possible with the NFC. I'm not yep. sold on the Giants or Seattle. And I'm not even sold on San Francisco. I, a lot of people giving San Francisco all this credit. You know, it takes it takes time. It takes chemistry. With like well, Washington, like I'm just upset because I'm gonna make one last comment. You can go. Uh, I can go. Uh, I just want to make uh, like I think that we gave yeah gave we gave up on wins too fast because mm-hmm. it takes time and build chemistry. Just like with the Broncos, it takes time and chemistry. Russell Wilson not gonna just get in and in jail. It takes time and chemistry unless you Tom Brady and you get to handpick the type of team you have. You know, it's it's very rare for a new quarterback to come into a system and just shine. It takes time to build chemistry. I'm with you, man. Good call. I appreciate it. Uh, here's what I will say is you couldn't stick with Carson Wentz. The team was the team was one and four. You had to make a move. I would have made a move. You know, I get it. We won the Thursday night football game 12-7 with Carson Wentz starting, playing with a broken finger. I would have made the move at halftime. It just wasn't working offensively. And it's nothing against Carson. He just doesn't have that it factor of – Hey, I can make a guy miss on third and short and pick it up myself. He's too old. You know, he's already gotten hurt too much times. Or maybe he just he doesn't stand in the pocket and take the hits like Taylor Heineke does. He was a statue that would then fall down and crumble. Uh, let me respond to what he was talking about with the wild card. So Seattle's six and four. The 49ers at five and four are half a game back behind them. I don't I I also agree with him that I don't believe in Seattle. Uh, we'll see what happens, how that plays out in the NFC West. Maybe Washington will be at, be battling with the Seahawks there in the final wild card spot. And then you're right, the Giants could go on a bit of a skid here uh, at some point because their schedule does tef- toughen up towards the second half of the season. What I will say about this Texans game, all right, phone lines are open if you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067 with this Texans game is, I'm not saying Washington's going to blow them out, but I think if we stick with the game plan, we can win ugly for this game, for the next game, and a few more games this season because the defense is playing so good. The defense is playing so good that really Taylor Heineke just needs one or two touchdown drives and three field goals, right? And you can win the game with 23, 24 points because of how good the defense is playing. All right, let's go through your keys to victory against the Houston Texans. If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Brian Robinson with the touchdown run on the call you just heard right there. During Washington's 1-4 start to the season, Washington ranked 23rd in carries, 27th in yards per carry, and 27th in rush EPA. Over the five games since, the yards per carry remains unimpressive, 26, but the attempts reign second, and the rush EPA is now 8th. What's been the biggest difference here in the first four games of the season to the last four? The team was 1-3 and three and really could have been 0-4 if Carson Wentz hadn't led us to a fourth-quarter comeback against the Jaguars. Now 3-1 and one and could have been 4-0 and oh after having a 10-point 
fourth quarter lead against the Minnesota Vikings. Four reasons I'll point out real quick before I go to the phone lines. 1-800-636-1067. Number one, Taylor Heineke, keeping drives alive. I don't know if that's better play calling from Scott Turner. You know, he's working with a quarterback that understands the offense better, but they're just keeping drives alive, converting more third downs. you got to give Heineke and the offense coordinator credit. Number two, Duran Payne and Jonathan Allen. I mean, we drafted these two Alabama boys, and they're doing exactly what we expected them to do, right? They are clogging every hole in rushing attacks. They're getting into the pocket there and forcing quarterbacks to move from their spot and throw on the run and throw early. Got to love for what you're getting from the D-line. Number three, William Jackson III was traded, and Benjamin St. Juice was upgraded to starting corner. And I, I just I, I can't say enough about how he's been able to stay in front of these corners, use his size and long arms to deflect passes. And really, he had a couple of huge plays in back-to-back games that should have led Washington to two straight wins. I get it we lost the Minnesota Vikings game uh, because of Heineke's turnover there, but you got to give St. Juice a lot of credit. And the number one reason is the difference at running back, Brian Robinson Jr., He was asked by reporters how he feels. He says he's getting stronger, getting a little bit better. The confidence is definitely coming back the more I'm out on the field. He said, I don't know exactly when I'll feel like myself again, but I'm definitely getting closer to it. If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Gus and Herndon. Gus, you're on the fan. Hey, Juan. You know what? Um, If you think about it, over Heineke's 20 career starts, or 21, I think, including the playoff game, he's only been a favorite twice. The Giants game at the end of last year, and then the Indianapolis game where he faced Ellinger. And he's won both games. So this is like new territory for Heineke. He's always been the underdog, but he's not going to be the underdog against Davis Mills on a 1-7-1 Texans team. Mm -hmm. So I trust in Heineke. I mean, this will be interesting because if we win against Houston, then we're going to be favorites against Atlanta. Um, I actually think that the last week of the season is going to be the Sunday night game. We're going to get it, and it's going to be uh, Dallas versus Washington for that very last playoff spot. So that's my thought on that. Yeah, I'm with you there. So you think this is a tough spot for Heineke because he's not the underdog. He's favored. And I, I would say this, Gus, this game more is on the defense, right? Damian Pierce has been running the hell out of the ball this season. The defense has got to get some stops. It's not like Heineke's got to – put up 30 points. No, he's just got to limit the turnovers and convert when he gets to the red zone. I think it's more on the defense to get the win. No, I agree with you. I mean, I'm not attributing these wins to Heineke. Of course, it's been led by the defense and then also by the running game. But even if the defense was somehow to get, you know, bashed up by Damian Pierce, Heineke, I'm saying, is going to take it upon himself to finally bail out his defense. Because more often than not, it's a defense that's been bailing him out when he's had a bad play. You know, they've yeah. been holding, you know, teams within the distance. And But I think Heineke, that sort of playmaker quarterback, is going to be like, you know what, let me bring that back in with a long drive like he did against Indianapolis. I mean, look, there's a chance that this game is low scoring and a lot of defense and it's 6-6 in the fourth quarter and Heineke has to lead us down the field with a drive. You know, it, it, there's a chance that it comes down to Heineke has to make a play. you got to feel confident with the way he's converted in the fourth quarter of the last three weeks. I get it, the Minnesota Vikings game is the one outlier there, but he played well for most of that. Let's go back to the phone lines. 1-800-636-1067. We got my girl Sabah in North Carolina. What's up, Sabah? 
Hey there. Hey, Live Group here. You know, I'm doing some work on my computer this morning. I thought, well, let me chime in and get AY going. But you're just becoming so popular. I tell you, I can barely get it on the line, man. So this is very proud. I'm very proud of you for this. So you keep it up, okay? All right. So I got, okay, what's my take? I think, honestly, we can win or lose in a game. Okay, that's the NFL. That's just how that is. So every game's close, and even if we get ahead, guess what Scott Turner's going to do? Play very conservative and make sure the game stays close. So I don't see us winning by a lot unless it's just a fluky, you know, event. Now, the reason I feel like we are winning is, of course, I believe it's because of Taylor Heineke. I mean, I think we wouldn't have been 2-4 and four if it wasn't for Wentz uh, being in there wasting uh, everybody else's time. And the best thing that Taylor does is he allows his teammates to get all the credit. He uh, just distributes the ball, you know, does the running game and uh, bails out the running game when passing on third down to convert so we can continue the run. If he doesn't pass on third down to convert or do that re-option play that he did the other day, we don't have more plays to keep running. The reason our defense is better is because he keeps them off the field. So when you're more rested, you can rush the passer more. Now, one guy brought up, I think, if we got down like 10 nothing, what's going to happen or something like that, mm-hmm. we could come back. I mean, you just got to go up-tempo and let Taylor do his thing, and what that will do is decrease the pass rush because those guys will be tired and they won't be able to sub. But I don't see where Scott Turner will do that unless it's the very end of the game because Taylor single-handedly won us um, the Green Bay game and the Indianapolis game with his amazing plays late in the fourth quarter. And everybody wants to mention his uh, interceptions, how they, quote, lost us the game. We know every quarterback has interceptions. Tannehill threw an interception to one game. Uh, Brady threw an interception. Tampa Bay won the game. I mean, all quarterbacks throw interceptions. So I'm convinced we would have won the game against uh, Minnesota if that guy didn't commit that penalty. He would have had the ball, minute 50 to go. You know, down five, we would have won that game. I'm confident in that. So my point is we could lose, we could win. But I don't want anybody to blame Taylor if we lose the game. I mean, obviously, unless he's got awful. But if a guy throws an interception, that is allowed. I mean, guys do throw interceptions, you know. And I think on Benjamin St. Juice, he is Champ Bailey. He is Champ Bailey. And Taylor is Joe Theismann. That's my <laughs> so, Bob, I appreciate the call. Love your energy. One of the biggest members of the AWOD Army. So here's what I'll say about Taylor Heineke. The reason that he's been so successful is because he's targeting the main man. Terry McLaurin was targeted on a season-high 38% of routes in Week 10. He has been targeted at a higher rate in four straight games since Taylor Heineke took over as starting quarterback. You saw what happened in the Green Bay game and then the Indianapolis game. Heineke just threw it up and said, hey, McLaurin, make a play. Win us this game. And so that was what one thing that Carson Wentz was struggling with, right? He was trying to spread the ball around and take the deep shot uh, too often. But the biggest thing that Heineke's doing is converting on third downs. And it's not that hasn't always been the case since he came in, but as of recent, he's been doing very well. And if they keep getting him in third and short situations with his ability to scramble, you know, I, I said this on my show in Richmond, and you can hear me on Odyssey on the Odyssey app. You search nine ten the fan, twelve to three, Monday through Friday. There's something about Taylor Heineke, and, and maybe it's just the milliseconds in the NFL, because it really comes down to milliseconds. He's just better at handing the ball off than Carson Wentz is, right? You mix the you know the fact that he hands it a little quicker because of his speed to the running back, 
uh, match that with the offensive line is doing a better job of protecting and creating rushing lanes because of Heineke's ability with its play action to get around the edge. And so you have linebackers kind of holding for a second. Mix that with Curtis Samuel. They're using him more often in motion routes. And, and so... I don't know if it's if it's true, but it feels to me like Heineke is just better at handing the ball off than Carson Wentz because when Carson Wentz did play action, nobody was faked out. Believe me, nobody was faked out when he did play action. It was so obvious, time after time after time. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back. You're listening to DC Sports Radio 1067 The Fan. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD. The son of the junks is back with you here on a Saturday morning. Congrats, though, to the Donkity Donks, the junks, on signing a new four year contract. Four more years, at least, of skits and bits. Nothing sounds better to me than listening, listening to the junkies on a victory Monday. Their holiday show is around the corner. It's a lot of fun in the next few months. Tune in right here to DC Sports Radio 1067 The Fan, especially since the Washington Commanders will most likely be playing meaningful football in December. You gotta love that, right? I mean, some years your team is completely out of it by Christmas. I like our chances of having a play and you're in game, playing you're in the playoffs late in the year. I'm Adam Epstein. Phone lines are open 1 800 636 1067. I wanna tell everyone, though, mobile sports betting is coming to Maryland. And the BetQL Network will be broadcasting live from MGM National Harbor tomorrow through Tuesday. It's going to be a ton of fun. You can watch live shows, get expert picks and analysis, and learn how to win more consistently with BetQL. Get three free days of BetQL access today by texting the fan to... Excuse me, texting FAN slash TEAM to 20357. That's FAN slash TEAM to 20357. Message and data rates may apply. It's going to be a ton of fun. The BetQL Network will be broadcasting live from MGM National Harbor tomorrow through Thursday. So, Taylor Heineke, since he's come in as the starting quarterback in the last four games while Wentz has been injured with the broken finger, he's been 3-1. and one. All right, including a big victory on Monday Night Football against the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. How has he done this? He's completed 62% of his passes for 840 yards and five touchdowns. Though he does have four interceptions, you know, he's also scrambled and be able to ran for, run for a, a couple first downs each and every game. The Commanders will play their second road game for the first time this season as Washington is 2-3 and three all-time against the Houston Texans, including 1-1, one and one on the road. Washington lost, last traveled to Houston to take on the Texans week one of the 2014 season. Washington last played Houston week 11 of the 2018 season. Washington will finish up their AFC South slate at Houston and is looking to go 3-1 and one against that division this season. I want to hear from you guys right now. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Tim in College Park. What's going on, Tim? What do you think about our chances against the Texans? Yeah, I really do like our chances against the Texans, but I think everyone is kind of like on this Taylor Heineke hype train when in reality is, is that our team is playing a lot better 
And, you know, Scott Turner, he, he called a play, our plays last week, where we literally ran the ball 49 times. And even on third and four, we still ran the ball because he wanted to take the ball out of Taylor's hands. Um, you know, we look at that Vikings game. If it wasn't for that fluke Curtis Samuel touchdown, you know, he would have thrown for, what, 50 yards, 60, 70 yards? So I just think, you know, people so, need to kind of uh, no, no, understand. Tim, Tim you're making a great point, though. I want to go back and forth with you, okay? When the Chicago Bears with Brian Urlacher made the Super Bowl, were they not giving Rex Grossman credit? I mean, in the NFL, doesn't matter who's the starting quarterback. If you win games, the quarterback gets credit. And, and I completely agree with you. I'm not trying to take away from uh, uh, like a quarterback winning in the NFL gives credit. You know, I, I think like I, I, when I was talking to your moderator, I mentioned Alex Smith in 2018 and how we started all six and one, six and two, and a lot of that was him managing the game. But I also think that you know he deserved credit because he was doing that with less talent than Taylor Heineke has. You remember that was Brian Quick, Mo Harris, yeah. Josh Doxson. Well, not Josh Doxson. Yeah, I think it was Josh Doxson. But my, my point is, is that Taylor right now is just doing a good job at managing expectations and 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 scott turner has done a good job of putting in positions that show his strengths all i'm saying is the guy's throwing for 200 yards and i don't think we need to start a parade the taylor heineke parade i am happier with him than say carson wentz but that's not really saying much but i just think we need to like start to throw a little bit more accolades to you know st juice Derek forrest um, you know, Brian Robinson, Terry McLaurin. Uh, I, I love Taylor because I love the underdog story, and I'm from the DMV area, and I got a lot of friends that went to ODU. But the reality is is that Taylor Heineke is just a guy. He, he's, he's, right. he's and just Tim, a look, guy. You, you bring up a great point because what, I, what you're saying is we need to give credit where credit's due to guys like Scott Turner, right? I mean, he, he, drew, he drew up a great game plan the past two weeks. Should have beaten the Vikings. He drew up a game plan to have us up 10 points in the fourth quarter. Heineke threw that interception. That's the reason we lost that game. He threw he grew, uh, drew up another great game plan against the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, it was to perfection. Like you said, we ran the ball 47, 49 times. It was unbelievable the fact that we were running at only three yards a carry, but we stuck with it and it worked out. And the game plan was ran to perfection there. And I think what Scott Turner's doing that isn't getting enough credit is the misdirection plays, right? The fact that Curtis Samuels in the backfield, sometimes we're doing wild cat and it's a direct snap to him. Or sometimes he's just motioning back and forth and, and causing the law, linebackers to pause before they, they make a play. He's sending uh, the tackle out, out in uh, to, to run around to the right side. Same thing with the guard and having more movement from the offensive line. So many times I see our running backs get tackled in the backfield, having to make a guy miss in the backfield, and, and he's been able to counter that by having uh, the guards and the tackles pull to the other side, and that way you have a lead blocker there when somebody gets into the backfield. And, and so I, I agree with Tim. Taylor Heineke's been okay, but the offensive game plan as a whole and the defense as a whole is a reason. I mean, look, we're playing complimentary football. You look at the beginning of the season, we just weren't doing that, right? The offense would uh, get a touchdown, then the defense would give up a touchdown. Boom, back-to-back drives, you, you nullify each other. Or the defense would get a stop and Carson Wentz would go three and out. Defense would get a stop, he'd go three and out again. Or the field goal kicker would miss a field goal. You know, Joey Slide deserves, a, I mean, more credit than anybody, in my opinion. I didn't think he was going to make that 58-yard field goal. I lost my blank. I, I, I was losing it when he made that. And then he made a 55-yarder to basically seal it and put us up by five. It's, it's all around. Every part of this team is now playing well. Taylor Heineke's getting the bulk 
of the credit because that's the way it works in the NFL with your quarterback. But Tim brought up a great point there is that we should be spreading it around, spreading the love uh, because everybody has played well, offense, defense, and special teams, even Tress Way during the last four games here. Three and one for your commanders. 30 minutes left here of AWOD. Radio phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. Don't go anywhere. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 